Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. I'll be your host today. My name is Sergio and my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. And then let me uh, bring in, um, you know, Ron, I forgot to do yours, but um, I can't forget this one. Okay, without further ado, the earthworm coming up through the ground. Wanting to say hello. And I heard he may even be out of state right now. So without further ado, the earthworm himself, director of Max Fish Reports, Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Hey, how, how you do? You like that? You like that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, you know what? In once in a while... Yeah, but you know what? We also have somebody else in the studio. I'm going to introduce our, our guest. He's got his own his own song, too. You know what song this is, uh, Earthworm? Huh? Rico Suave. Without further ado, Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate Rods. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio, and everybody out there. I don't know who told me that Rico Suave was your nickname. <laughs> okay, I don't know if it was you he, uh, or Steve Phelps. Did you see that video he posted? Who? The Rico Suave video. Who posted it? I look at uh, uh, Steve Phelps. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that, was, that was hilarious. Okay. All right. I love it. Okay, well, anyway, uh, it's just going to be the three, the four of us here. Um, uh, Steve is out there somewhere fishing. Uh, ben is also fishing, so we go out tomorrow fishing, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But listen, uh, real quick, Earthworm, can you please give us um, a quick rundown on what's going on in the freshwater world? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the local weather, it's been in the triple digits, 100 degrees. So uh, typically um, catfish season. Uh, a lot of lakes have been stocking catfish. You have Asperia Lake, uh, all the regional parks, they're stocking. And then, of course, Santa Ana River Lakes, I mean, they're stocking heavy amounts. They're stocking full truckloads. Um, there is also a stock uh, this week at Palmdale Fin and Feather. Uh, they just put fish in uh, um, the, the other day, 1,500 pounds. And uh, so everyone's stocking catfish here uh, locally in the, uh, the local lakes. Now, if you're looking for trout, there's um, lots of options, actually, for trout in Southern California and then, of course, in the Sierras. Uh, uh, on Orange County at Trabuco Creek, uh, they stock trout. Um, Riverside County, you have Lake Fulmore. Uh, they just had a, a state stock. In Ventura County, you got Reyes Creek uh, that has also stocked trout. 
And then in Los Angeles County, you have Crystal Lake, which is uh, right there above Azusa, or you have Jackson Lake, which is on the backside of uh, over there by Wrightwood. So there's there's a lot of you know local areas for trout still, even though it's been so hot. Um, now, if you're going to go to the Sierras like me next week, um, many options, and there's a lot of fish being caught right now from anywhere from fish up up to you know Mono Lake or or Mo, I'm sorry Mono uh, County. Um, up to Inyo, I mean, it, there's fish everywhere. You have like uh, like Silver Lake uh, just stocked this week, June Lake, Gold Lake. I mean, you know, a lot of lakes, a lot of it is going on. Um, same thing with Inyo, uh, Inyo County. You have like George's Creek, Bishop Creek, Big Pine, Lake Sabrina, South Lake. I mean, all these places are putting in fish. And then of course you got Bridgeport and stuff like that, where the BFFE Foundation. Um, they're actually putting in the bigger fish from the four to, uh, four to se- uh, seven pounders uh, that are going in. And not only do they stock, you know, the, the lakes, but they've been putting them in the creek. Uh, and, and, you know, imagine catching a seven, eight pounder, um, you know, swimming around the creek. It's just, it just adds to so much fun. I mean, there's just so many people catching fish. Um, definitely, if you're going to be, you know, lake fishing, um, with this warmer weather, you're going to want to cast out farther uh, for these fish as they're going to deeper water, um, as the water heats up. And then with the creek, you know, you're going to want to look for shady spots. You're going to want to look for overhangs, uh, um, ledges, uh, you know, trees, anything with some cover, because uh, these fish are definitely going to be hiding in the creeks. Um, even, that. And then, uh, even with the creek, you want to throw, you know, Tampa Martins, uh, hook a bait, um, you know, anything like that. And then, if you don't want to go for any of those species, if you're looking for something really big, you know, like a big flathead, and you don't mind sitting in a hundred plus weather, um, you know, you can always head out to Imperial Valley. Um, you have uh, uh, the Alamo River uh, right there, um, also in the canals. Um, I know Julian was out there this week, and uh, his first fish within the first hour um, was a 25 pound uh, flathead catfish. Uh, you know, out there, and it's just, but like I said, it, it's hot. You know, I know these guys, after they cast in their line, they're going in the trucks, pulling the trucks right up, pulling the air conditioner on. I mean, they're talking, you know, 110-degree weather, you know, sitting out there sometimes all night, you know, look for these bites. But there's a lot of big fish out there if you know where to look. And then, of course, there, do we go to our favorite lake already? No, you haven't touched that yet. Okay, so let's let's go stopping at our favorite lake that we drive down the 15. I like this lake for a few reasons. One of the reasons is the carp there love to eat arrows. Um, but if you have a rod and reel in your hand, you know, like <laughs> the other people going out there, there's a lot of options for fishing. You're, a lot of the wipers are getting caught. They're getting bigger. They're in the 16-inch range. I haven't seen one 18 inches yet, but they're in the 16-inch range. Um, many different ways that people are catching. Some are even using flies out there, uh, going down to the inlet or in that area. They're, they, with their fly rod, they'll catch them on flies. Um, some are getting them, you know, trolling. A uh, couple anglers are getting them with different lures. Uh, you know, uh, the mackerel, mack bites, uh, different occasions catching them. Um, they're biting on everything. And these things, they're fighting hard. And what I am noticing is that Still, a lot of people that are catching them, they're letting them go. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Let them go. Let them grow. You know, and, and it's going to be I would, probably by dream extreme. We're going to have probably 20 to 22-inch 
yeah. in that rain. It should be really, and really good by then. Yeah. Did you say that yeah. they love eating arrows? What was that? Did you say that they love eating arrows? The carp love eating Those who can't fish it. shoot arrows um, out. Any... You like that one? Any more? any seasoning or flavor in specific that they like? Yeah, so definitely. So what you want to do with your arrows, you want to put a blind with, uh, with a bite on the bite on Yeah, you dip them <laughs> in bite on crimson. And then once, once you throw your, you know, you fling your arrow on there, you'll be able to see the whole stream of the oil. <laughs> always, you know, yeah, well, talk to the microwave. Keep, talk to the phone. You keep walking away, and it, it gets... Uh, Muffled a little bit. So, yeah, no, listen, um, everything's great. Uh, the fishing, obviously, is warming up. Did you cover Palmdale Fin and Feather? Of course. Palmdale yeah. just had uh, a huge stocking. Yep. All right. Um, so, yeah, so that's <clears throat> that's good. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's happening. The, the, what's wonderful is we got lots of water. Uh, we got a lot of rain. So all the, um, all the lakes are still up. You know, the summer's going to be pretty warm, but... Uh, a lot of um, evaporation, but it's still pretty full. I could give a report from uh, Lake Isabella on uh, Sunday. All right, so talk to me. We we went up there, and uh, I don't know if you remember Captain uh, Tommy Lee used to uh, own Operator Freedom uh-huh. and other boats down here. So he moved up to uh, Lake, Lake Isabella a few years back. He's now got a pontoon and a little operation going on on the lake. Um, you know, fishing part of it, so we went out and we really wanted to focus on on the largemouth. Unfortunately, the uh, lake had come up about ten feet in the last ten days. Um, they went from having a big parking lot to having a driveway, and you know, getting uh, parking at that marina was was uh, was a challenge. Mm-hmm. But we went out there and found a few bass. I took a minute to find the right. Uh, depth in the right uh, area uh, when we had them biting um, someone that had that we had with us had to had to leave because he had a little family situation he had to tend to and uh, what's the rule you never leave biting fish yeah because when you come back they stop fighting yeah stop biting so we we lost about an hour in doing so but it was fine we we actually you know got a four four uh, largemouth different baits um, so Tommy, if you're listening, great job, man. We we loved it. Definitely going back. Um, you know, nice three-hour drive to get up there, but uh, it's, it's beautiful. And 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 that river, the Kern uh, River, it is flowing. The rapids are on. Uh, Angelinos, please do do not go swim in that river. Oh, it's dangerous. They've had six deaths in the last week. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, listen, we're going to take a short break here. When we come back, I want to talk uh, something that's happening in Southern California, something new, okay? And we're going to switch over. We're going to add some sea salt to uh, our conversation because uh, everything's happening, okay, from just off the jetty all the way down into Mexican waters. So we'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Cause I took this 
Angels Radio. AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830-K-L-A-A, and you know, I did a little teaser there, but uh, the real tease will happen in about uh, 10 minutes. So let me tell you this. If you're listening, and I know you're listening, I want you to really pay attention. Wake up, go get a cup of coffee, because in 10 minutes or so, something big's going to happen. So... Oh, you shaking your little uh, your thing there? Okay. Uh, folks, that little thing you heard, what was it? What What is that? Uh, your Chibani? Oh, my goodness. That's what happens with amateurs. I love it. Anyway, Oliver, um, I had a chance to go fishing this uh, week twice. Once with Rhonda last Sunday and then on Thursday with Larry uh, Overton. And uh, stayed local. And something kind of funky happened. I put together my quiver, as I like to call it, of rods. I take four rods. And since I'm fishing off the center console, and both Rhonda and Larry said, let's just go get some bass, um, I put together the quiver, okay, thinking that all four were bass rods. And they were. Uh, well, they are. We're <laughs> right. But, you know, with, with bass reels, you know, everything set up. I got my four. And off I go, okay? And... All, I'm here thinking they're all my 710H, you know, my classic, the bass rod. The Sergio's bass rod. The Sergio's bass by, rod. By, by the way, I don't want to interrupt yeah. you, but that whole, that blank, it's, it's, that's all it is. It's dedicated to just Sergio's bass rod. <laughs> I already told you we're going to put it on the website. It's going to be there, all blue. <laughs> and that you know, people could buy that exact same rod. Yeah, it's it's not, I mean, it was it's it, it's off, I mean... 
it's not your typical rod. It, it's not cheap, but I'll tell you what, it is the ultimate. And I mean, of all the rods in all the years that I have tried, it's the only versatile rod that I can go from a, a, a spotty to tuna. It's not a Corolla. It's a Ferrari over bass rod. Yeah. I mean, I've caught, uh, I mean, let's see, I, I'll see, Thresher Sharks, 100-plus uh, pound Marlin. Uh, that one has big tuna, obviously Dorado, yellowtail, white sea bass. It has it all. So um, it's a very, very versatile rod. I don't travel anywhere without it. In the, fact, the I, I, take it, I, need, take, huh? I take it to British Columbia, mm -hmm. okay, and I troll for salmon. You know, they, they have all the mooching reels mm -hmm. and all that mm -hmm. knuckle busters. I said, no, 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 no. You know, put this thing on. I'm not going to have my knuckle busted, okay, because if you never use a knuckle buster, oh, boy. Okay, they can hurt. Okay, and I'm going, well, why am I trying to create drag when it's already been created? I put the, the 300... The accurate 300 Valiant, Valiant on yeah. the on that rod, and it just changes the whole thing. So anyway, so um, I went out there thinking that I have four bass rods, Sergio bass rods, and I cast out a hookup bait, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this one's really whippy. This is really whippy. And as I'm thinking that, I get bit, and I get bit by a big fish. And this thing was probably in the five pound range, sand bass. And I go, oh my goodness, and this thing is bent and bent and bent and bent. And I go, this is not acting like the bass rod. I look down, and I'm fishing the FSC. And the reason I'm giving you guys the numbers, write this down, FSC composite, IS inshore. And then 800L light. But I also had in the quiver the 800M, also a composite inshore, but the M. So you have a rod, uh, uh, the L probably the best by 15 pound test is the ideal for that one. And what, 15, 20. 15, 20, and mm -hmm. 30 on the M. 30 on the M. Okay, because it's rated 20 to mm -hmm. 40. Mm -hmm. Folks, what I experienced was that tip. If you're using artificial lures, because of the whippiness of it, it can move that bait like crazy. Almost, It almost felt like a jigging type, mm -hmm. uh, slow pitch jig type mm -hmm. uh, rod. My word, you get bit instantly. And then hold on, because it is an experience. It's so much fun to see this thing bend. The way it loads, yeah. It loads Fantastic. Um, you want to say something about the uh, the insurers that I'm missing? So I'll just say two things about that rod, and we'll save the third comment for after the call. First, it is a perfect halibut rod because how soft it is. Mm -hmm. It will not pull the bait out of the fish's mouth. It doesn't put pressure on the fish until it is loaded or bent. And so that... That's gonna help you uh, with sea bass, you know, any, anything that has a soft mouth, or that you need to give time for it to um, swallow the bait. That's the first thing. Second thing is, and this is a hint for the third point, you could cast an anchovy effortlessly with that. That's the one thing I noticed when I went to cast two. It's uh, reminded me a little bit of the uh, the ninety J. Mm -hmm. Okay, because mm -hmm. it loads up great. And it whips that bait out further. And, and in fact, and I'll save it for 6 o'clock when Danny calls. We have a very special show. And I, folks, pay attention to that show come premiering on Sunday. You will see a 90J in full action. And you will see 
shot from the drone, the jig, leave the boat, and land. And you will see the distance that that uh, rod can give you. So we have that. It's it's a, a new dimension. And um, you're right. And people have forgotten because back in the day, we didn't have a lot of sardines. Sardines were an, an so, anomaly. We had, yeah, yeah, that's right. We had anchovies. That's right. Okay. And anchovies vary in size. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they're regular size, you kind of can get a, a nice cast, maybe five to ten feet, twelve feet, you know, without having a bird's nest and without weight. But we used to have to do it with pinheads. Mm-hmm. Now, folks, for pinheads, these things are probably three inches, maybe two inches. Two eyes and a wiggle. Yeah. And so you take a hook and actually put three or four of them together mm-hmm. just to throw them out when we used to fish. Uh, these fish that start with the letter A, I don't want to say it. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, but that was the only thing they would bite. That's the way to fish. Light line. Calico bass as well. And calico bass. The sand bass loved it. Barracuda. Right now in the bait, when you get bait, you find in the scoop of sardine, you'll see three to four mm-hmm. anchovies. If they're not crushed, because unfortunately, you know, the mm-hmm. sardines are heavy. If they have a slight wiggle, Put it on your hook. It gets blown out of the water. In fact, uh, when I was there with Rhonda, she wanted to try bait fishing. Don't bite it when it's dead, for crying out loud. They'll bite it when it's dead. Absolutely. Okay, she wanted to try bait. She goes, I know, I want to expand. You know, she's trying to learn new stuff. So I put her on a dropper loop, and I happened to see one. And she goes, why are you putting a dead bait on my hook? <laughs> and I said, well, first of all, you've never had to hook an anchovy. And hooking an anchovy on a dropper loop is not a lot different mm-hmm. than a sardine. So I showed her how it goes from the bottom of the mouth through the middle of the forehead. We put it out, and I said, just don't worry about that it's not wiggling too hard. Mm -hmm. The minute she got to the bottom, boom, she was on. Remember, that is the diet of these fish. And just because we don't have them in our bait receivers doesn't mean that the anchovies aren't there. There's a ton of anchovy offshore. Yeah. We saw, we saw just and it all depends big, where big the bait meatballs. boat goes. Yeah. They see the ball and they wrap the ball and whatever mm-hmm. it is, it is. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, unlike squid, sardine and, and anchovy kind of you can tell the difference if you've got a trained eye, but when you see the bait balls, they're kind of hard to distinguish. The squid is easy ba- to distinguish. Bait boats have to get they have to wrap whatever they find out there. Exactly. And yeah. so and, and, and they've been more abundant. And mm-hmm. they've been more abundant because of the warmer water, at least in my opinion. We were fishing in sixty eight point nine to seventy one degree water. Mm-hmm. And I went from say the Isers all the way up to the horseshoe. And that is the temperature of the water, which by the way, it is bringing in a whole bunch of fish. And there's a phenomenon happening off our coast, mm-hmm. something we haven't had in Years okay. over a decade. Well, no, 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 not even that. No. No, no, I'm not there yet. But we haven't had bass and barracuda like we're having again. Last year we had Ron. Did we have like a week of barracuda. Yeah, last there was not a barracuda, so to but speak. No, we, run. Had, we, we had yeah. about a week, and that was it. And then, then they were then they weren't really big, but yeah. there were some legals. But yeah. yeah, and then and the year before that, I know that we went out with uh, Danny because Danny goes crazy. Okay, over him. <laughs> by the way, called the, the jig slinger. Yeah. Okay, and we went out. We we caught a few, but this year they've been more consistent. We got a couple weeks now. Well, last week Danny got a few bass uh, straight on all all anchovies. 
Yeah, see, when you got Chovies. Chovies you, yeah. you were out there with him, and yeah. you, you guys just straight Chovies was the ticket. He was straight Chovies, I was straight plastic. Oh, okay, plastic, yeah. <laughs> so um, so Chovies uh, is a great thing. If you see them in your bait tank, the guy's got to use them, especially when on this party boats. The party boats bring so many scoops of bait onto the tank. If you see one in the hand well, don't even hesitate. Put it on. But just make sure you, you're only fishing 15 to 20 pound test. Yeah, don't, you gotta be lighter. Don't, light. don't use on, don't use it, the, the Chovy on 25 unless you have a sliding sinker that's gonna help it. And I'm glad you brought that up because um, I think we've been spoiled in the last <laughs> decade or so since since we brought in fluorocarbon and spectra, mm -hmm. okay, uh, braided lines. We've been kind of spoiled. We, we, we've upped the ante. You know, now light line is 20, 25. Right. Okay. It you used know, to be what, 12, 15? My staple to go fish bass and barracuda, you know, in, nine, in the 90s um, had to be 15, 12 and 15 pound yeah. test. Yeah. Okay. 15 was normal, 12 if they were a little finicky. But you know what? I had with me also 8 and 10 pound mm -hmm. test. And when you talk 2025, 20, that was for loading my 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 uh, my jig. Your jig master. For my, yeah, yeah. Did, you know, for just, yellowtail. For yellowtail. For the school size tuna that we that we typically I, would, I mean, I I had the jig master the 500, but I remember when the SL the die was the SL line mm -hmm. came out. Uh, they mm -hmm. were lighter. You know, every for yep. me it's all about lightness. So the first graphite, graphite ones spools, yep. that came into play. Mm -hmm. And I had an SL20 and an SL30. The 20s were loaded mm. with 15. Yep. And my 30s were loaded with 25. Mm -hmm. and, but it, I'm talking mono. We didn't have fluorocarbon. Right. And your 40 was 40. And the 40 was 40. Yeah. And I had two 40s. I even had a 50. Mm -hmm. And I had a 50. And I don't know if you guys remember this. Accurate reels. Before they were accurate reels, they made plates, mm -hmm. okay, and you would. I had it installed on my SL fifty. I think I gave it to Larry Big Bird, okay. And so what it would do is, if you look at an SL, the gear is straight up and down. Mm -hmm. So what it would do, it would move the gear forward, so it wasn't so tough on your hand, and make it strong, okay, real solid, yeah, okay, because it was just the frame, okay. Oh my God. Okay, um, it, it was a lot heavier. Okay, but I could put that one up to tuna. But that fifty was responsible for killing a lot of hundred-pound yellowfin yep. down at Waterloop. It was it was definitely a good reel. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And you can get a low gear ratio or a high gear mm -hmm. ratio. And um, but I anyway, love to forty. Yeah. So so what I want to bring to you guys' attention is I know when you go on a party boat, yeah, you probably want to have the heaviest line. But if you get a chance to fish on a private boat. You might want to go down in size line. You're going to get bit a lot better. Uh, you got to make sure that you have the right rod combination with your reel, and you got to make sure your drags are working well. So I want fish 15 on a party boat, just because you know tangles and other other situations that happen with people, um, especially when you have you know 30, 40, mm -hmm. but 20, 20 absolutely. Yeah, 20, it's 20 25. A must. I think is the it deal. is so strong. Try yeah. to break it. All right, listen, we're going to take a short break here. Um, and like I said, hopefully when we get back, we'll get that, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that topic I really want to talk about. Okay, folks, you're <laughs> listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. We'll be right back. Listen to
Angels Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello everybody, this is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AME 30. Do you remember? This song going on without me because it says, Do you remember? And can you feel it? And I remember. Okay? And so, for, the, for you older timers, older timers, you don't have to go that far back. I can tell you, I can feel it, and I want to remember. And so, I just want to remind you, you're with A Angler Chronicles on A Angels Radio. And I want to talk none other to Captain Christian. Okay, this gentleman was out yesterday on a boat. I'm going to let him introduce the boat out of Dana Wharf. And he caught something that I remember, and now I want to feel it. So without further ado, let me introduce you, Captain Christian. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Is this Sergio? This is Sergio, Christian. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Just how could you not be pretty good? Listen, how could you not be pretty good based on what happened yesterday? 
Uh, well, that wasn't the target species, Sergio, so <laughs> you don't feel that great when you don't capture the target species. But, <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I was pretty thrilling, I'm not going to lie. I had goosebumps for a couple minutes, for sure. Okay, so let's go ahead and let our audience know. Tell me... Uh, Tell me what you were doing, what what you were, what happened, and then what you landed. Okay, um, so I was fishing with a gentleman named Chris Heimlich, and he called me the night before. He's like, "Oh, I got this cool spreader bar. Can I bring it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> and then we we're looking around trying to catch a bluefin because that's all we've been catching, really. It's a little bit of yellowfin, but. Um, He's like, hey, can we put this thing out? And I was like, eh, I don't really see anything. And then I was like, all right, there's, there's a little bit of smaller, like, 30-pound bluefin around. I was like, yeah, go ahead and put those things, put that out. So we put a bar out, and then I put my spreader bar out. And uh, we caught, like, a 30-pounder on that and then kind of just drove away from all those smaller bluefin. And we got into an area that seemed generally lifeless. And uh, we had a blind jig strike, like, three miles probably after we had seen a fish. I was like, oh, that was weird. And then, like, two miles later, we got a, a jig strike on one of the spreader bars. And I was like, oh, cool. And then, uh, while the guy's winding in the other one, I'm going, like, two knots. The guy's winding in the other one, and you can see, like, blow-ups on it, and, like, deep boils, and then probably, like, five, six, seven times they tried eating it. And, like, uh, so I'm pretty sure there's probably a school of those critters swimming around there and we, we hooked the two and i was like sick double blind jig strike like i'll take that no worries so I was, a couple freebies sure and uh i the hooks on those spreader bars are so big and i figured they were the small bluefin again i was just going to pull the thing over the rail instead of using a gaff mm -hmm. so i reached down into the water and i'm like wait a minute what the hell is this thing unicorns yeah, I just lost it, really. I was uh, very, very, uh, very excited. <laughs> so tell tell but our audience what I you caught. Known is, oh, yeah, we caught two albacore, and we probably could have caught more. Pretty certain. Well, obviously, if you had, I didn't know about the boils and all that. That means you went over a pretty sizable school. So two albacore, I, I saw the photos. Um, I would imagine those things, what, 25, 20, 25 pounds? Yeah, like twenty five. Which are, believe yeah. it or not, if you if you do the the memory, if my memory serves me correctly, that's about right for this time of year. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Terrence from nine seven six two yesterday because I saw, I saw the photo posted. It, it was the craziest thing. I went on Facebook, and they had just it said just now. You know what it gives you a time? Just now was the, was a photo uh, of the two fish, and I'm like, this is Dana Wharf. They're not going to lie. They're not going to come up with some April Fool's type joke. So I looked at that. Immediately I called Andrew because he'd been, he, he, wanted, he wanted to talk about the one on the Aztec last week. I said, you know what? Um, let's not be that guy, okay? There's people that will get on, on the airwaves and they'll, they'll start saying, oh my God, it's going to be albacore season. I go, no. Every year we get one to two, three maybe in the season, but that doesn't mean that we're going to have albacore. I just thought it was unique because you weren't looking for them. You were trolling. And if you think about it, that's a lot of how we used to fish for albacore, right? I mean, you troll, and you troll feathers. So if you had a spreader bar, you had, they were feather type, right? 
Yeah, basically squids, feathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably basically the same thing. Yeah, what colors were you using, by the way? Purple? Pink? Uh, one was green, and the one the guy had was, I don't know, some trippy miscellaneous mm-hmm. assortment of colors. But it worked. I think you could have been trolling anything back there, and you probably would have got bit, but, uh, yeah. So you, you, you think it was a big area of fish. Can I ask you how far offshore? Yeah, I... You know, I gotta ask one guy if I can stay where we were, but I was no, just don't tell me where we go. I just want to know how far offshore. How many miles off off the coast? I was sixty-three miles from Dana Point. Sixty-three miles. Okay, there you go. In any direction, good luck trying to find the needle in the haystack. And you know what, uh, <coughs> Christian, as a captain, and you run the Lexi, right? Yeah, it's Seeker Sport Fishing's uh, charter business, and. Uh, you can find me on at Seeker Sport Fishing on Instagram or uh, Facebook. And, uh, yeah, Lexi's the boat we run. And you run out of Dana Wharf. Can people book your boat out of Dana Wharf? Yeah, they can call Dana Wharf or they can send me a DM over Instagram or my contact information's on there as well. They can give me a call or book on the website, SeekerSportFishing.com, S-E-K-A-S. Right. In fact, um, I actually took your photo that was taken yesterday, cleaned it up a little bit, cropped it up a little bit, and it will it will post. I will guarantee people at seven o'clock this morning. I have it set for uh, for posting. So um, on Angler Chronicles, and because again, they're unicorns. You 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 caught that needle in the haystack. Now your boat is a four pack or a six pack? Uh, four guys, four guys. Four guys. So um, what a treat to go out there. And catch these uh, these things, and you know, and what I love is the fact when they when they said, "Hey, I want to put these spreader bars out," and you said, "Man, I don't know, but we'll go ahead and do it." Isn't that the way it always happens, Christian? Yeah, totally. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I remember back in the day fishing out of Dana, actually, and um, throwing anchovies at the uh, at the calico bass and. Trying to tell these guys, hey, you know, keep a fresh bait on, not more, no more than two to three minutes on a bait, and then you see this one guy who had the same dead yeah. anchovy, and he gets—he's the one that catches the big white sea bass, you know. It's the guy with the. And then the, he looks at you and says, "I told you." Yeah. I told you, still swimming. It's the guy with the yellow lead head that put the anchovy on there that gets a big oh, bass. Oh my God, that too, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, Christian, again, um, congratulations. Um, I'm glad that um, oh, I, it was good to see. You know, it's good to yeah. see that these fish are still there. I, I haven't seen, personally, I have not seen mm-hmm. an albacore 15 to 17 years. It's got to be around that, that range. You would take, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, I haven't uh, seen one in probably 20. Okay, now you're actually about to get on. You're on the water, right? Yeah, I'm actually about to load bait, but probably need to. <laughs> One quick question here, Christian. One quick question. Uh, yeah. What was the water temp out there? Right around 68. It's like the coldest water. Yeah. In that yeah. Neck of the world. And 68's kind yeah, of the, warm the 43s, for the, the 43s, yeah, exactly. That's what I was asking because the 43 is about 71. There's all kinds of yellowfin there. Okay. Bluefin, of course. But. All right, uh, Christian, again, thank you so much for calling in. I know you've got a charter. you got to go load bait. So do it again. Congratulations. We'll get a couple more. And um, I'll, I'll be yeah. giving out more info. I'll have Ron give out more information on the Lexi a little bit later and how to get on. But congratulations, Christian. Thank you, sir.
You take thank care, you, bud. Thank you. You guys have a good show. All right. Excellent. Thanks. All right. That's Christian from Alexi. Well, let me go straight right away, Leilani. Let's go to Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean. Is it, Rick, did you hear that? I did not. I caught the very end of it. Oh, man. Dana Wharf, two albacore on the spreader bars. That's three this week. That's three, right? The Aztec. And then, um, you know what is funny? I have uh, Andrew. Andrew wanted to talk about it last week. I said, no, we're not talking about the A word. Okay. And the last time I actually saw or caught an Albuquerque was on your boat. We were with Ronnie, yeah. with Ronnie Kovac. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was a little, yeah, year. And that's how many years was that? At least <laughs> nine, ten. I would say maybe. 14 to 15 years ago, so um, it's, yeah. been, it's been awesome. Rick, I, I, I can hear the uh, the tick, 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 tick. That means you're on the water. Give me a report. We are just getting into the bluefin zone up here. Uh, we're going to call it the upper zone. There's an upper zone and lower zone. The lower zone was not good yesterday, so we opted to come up here on a day and a half, which is a long ways to come up here for a, for a day and a half, but... Uh, we're up here. There were some daytime fish caught up here yesterday. We hope that's going to hold true for today. And like I said, we're just getting here. So. All right. So let me ask you a question. I think everybody knows that the nighttime fish, you're talking, you have to be prepared with very, very heavy outfit. How about the daytime fish? What's the size of those fish? Um, so it, it, it's changing all the time. These fish up here where I'm at now last week were big fish. Now they're all 30-pound fish. And yeah. that big fish has moved out to the southwest. Um, so you, you just got to be prepared for everything, you know, bring your, bring your 25, 30, um, 50, 60, and your 180, 100, 100 pound test for night fishing. 20 to 100. And you got, and you got well, yourself no, not covered. 20, not, 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 not 20. <laughs> don't do don't the, Sir, 20. don't do the Sergio well, thing. Well, I, I brought it out so, on the last trip with you. So I, I hate to give up his, yeah. his area, right? And I don't want to ask him where the upper zone is, but I would imagine it's over by the macro bank on the upper end. But that 43 is just loaded with school size elephant. But and are they biting? No. No. And, and, and like Rick said, you know, I was there two days ago. They didn't bite yesterday, but they, they are just making a big showing. And that's the thing, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Rick. Uh, unfortunately, those yellowfin are getting up into U.S. waters, and uh, our guys are wrapping them up pretty quick. So mm. hopefully, uh, hopefully they don't get them all too fast. Right. Right. Do they have quotas? On the yellow fin, I don't think they do. I know that's the, the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. There is no quota. So yeah, they they come up. Yeah, they don't want the bluefin. They're just way too big. Okay, so that's not that. They'll leave those <laughs> for us. Um, so uh, Rick, uh, I want to make sure everybody understands. Um, you want to have a thirty to forty pound outfit. You want to have a fifty to sixty pound outfit, and you definitely want to have. I wouldn't say eighty. I would say a hundred to one hundred thirty pound outfit. Because at night, they can't see the line. Go as heavy as you possibly can. Uh, the most important thing is, you know, and uh, I was with you, uh, my line was not marked. Okay, I was straight white uh, braid. And so Rhonda was with me, and she goes, how am I going to know? So Rick told her, you put your, you spread your arms out, and that's about five feet. So I told her, okay, do that 20 times, that's 100 feet, then do it 20 more times, 100 feet, 20 more times, 300 feet. And she did it, I marked them, and boy, oh boy, she got bit. She got two fish that night, um, all on the jig. 
but she was using a 100-pound braid with a 130-pound leader. So important. And make sure that your knots are good, okay? In fact, if you got crimpers, I would highly recommend crimpers over any knot. Your your thoughts, Rick? Um, yeah, crimp to the jig, for sure. You know, you're, you're, there's always going to be one connection that's going to have to be tied, but yeah, uh, definitely you can crimp them. You know, at nighttime, you really don't even need a, a leader. You can tie that specter right onto the to the jig. They don't care at night. They'll bite. They'll bite anything. So, but yeah. The only thing, the reason I like, you know what, I, I'm I'm with you on on yellowtail on that. But I, the only reason I do a leader for for bluefin because they got teeth. And um, yeah, if you're fishing the big fish, definitely. Yeah, not, <laughs> but not, like yeah, go ahead. These thirty pound fish. It doesn't really matter, right. and you know, a lot of these, these guys see that thirty-pound fish coming over the rail, and they say, "Well, why do I got to fish a minimum of eighty-pound test?" You know, they want to try to get away with fishing thirty or forty-pound tests. What they don't understand is there's a lot of times when everybody's tangled up in one tangle, you know, or there's multiple tangles, and that thirty-pound test does not stand up to the to the abrasion of getting in those type of tangles. And uh, not only that, if we do hook a little bit bigger fish, you know, these these uh, nighttime fish, they like to come to the boat, bite, and swim away. And we get hung up on a 30-pound fish on, on or a 60-pound fish on light line, and we're hung up for an hour or two, and we're missing out on fishing time because we're hung up on a on a bigger fish on light line. So we like we like everybody to fish the heavy line, um, even if they're 30-pound fish. So like I said, you got a lot better chance of getting that fish to the boat. And uh, we can get those fish on the boat and move on and try to get on to the next school. All right. Listen, I, I, I got to go to break. Can you hang on with me after break or you want to sign off? Sure. No, I can hang on. All right, Rick, stay with me. Folks, I'm talking to Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey on the water. So, listen, we've got to take a short break here. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA, and we'll be right back. I will build a boat in the sand where they say it never rains. I will stand up and faith. I'll do anything it takes with you in my sails. Your love never fails and fades. I'll build a boat in the desert place. And when the flood and the water starts to rise, yeah, I'll ride the storm because I got you by my side with you in my sails. Your love never fails and fades. Angels Radio, AM830. Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And I throw you there a little curve or curveball, Rick. Okay, that, that's uh, Welcome to the Revolution. You like that one? Um, yeah. That's a little bit different than you're used to. But anyway, um, yeah, all right. Light. So let's just make absolutely sure. If you're going to go on any boats looking for tuna, you got to be you know, very, very, very prepared. And, and Rick is giving everybody the information because you're at the rail constantly. You're with your crew making sure these fish get on. If you got too light of a line, like that one guy, Sergio's always got light line. What a... What a dork, that guy. Hey, Rick, are they still biting uh, the knife jigs? Why would you interrupt in the middle of a sentence? Okay. So, <laughs> because you do it to no, me. No, no. So. So, so, you know, if not light line. You want to make sure that you have, again, minimum, minimum 30, 40. Okay, for the smaller stuff, and then when and then you want to have a 50, 60, and then you want to have a hundred to hundred and thirty. Agreed. Those are at least the absolute three that you want to have, right? Yeah, for sure. And you know that thirty always have some twenty-five pound uh, mono, or excuse me, fluoro. You know, so that if they are they are line shy like they have been, you can uh, go down a little bit. The other day we were fishing twenty-five pound test. Uh, fluoro with a number four hook, really small hook. Wow, number four. And not because yeah. of the bait, but because of they're just really touchy. Yeah, they were they were a little line shy that day, so we went down and we had we had quite a few bites. We, you know, you lose a bunch, but you know, uh, you got to get the bite to start. All right, all right, Ron, go ahead and ask that question I'm about good the now. knife. He, he heard me. Okay, so uh, I guess Ron's question was about knife jigs. They're still obviously biting the knife jig at night, right? No, they they've switched up. They're biting the fork jigs now. The what jigs? The fork. Oh, okay. So just uh, the knife jig at home and bring the fork. No spoon jigs. <laughs> no spoon jigs. Oh, okay. All right. Spat- so Desi, Desi got bit on a spatula. Spatula jig. <laughs> Well, he cooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, as far as no, the, the knife jig, the knife, the knife jig are working good. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And the key is you want to get down to the area as fast as possible, and that's what a knife jig will do. Some of the other yeah. uh, flat fall type things that'll flutter on the way down, but you won't so, get. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's one jig that works probably better than the knife jig and the free the flat fall jig. What is that? Well, I think you call them Eddie Bombs now, but it's just a stupid torpedo sinker with hooks on it. Yeah, I've heard that too. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> isn't it crazy. Yeah, but let me okay, but let's just make sure everybody understands. Make sure that if you're using those type of jigs, you don't just get any old torpedo and rig it up because if you don't have the um, internal wire um, attached to both ends of those um, little loops. 
Okay, they'll break. The loops will just come off, correct? Yeah, but that could be fixed. How would you fix that? We put a piece of a piece of line between the, the top hook and the bottom hook. Okay, I like that. There you go. We can do that. Put a piece of 200-pound two, uh, line between the top hook and the bottom hook. It's crimped. That way, if the ring does pull out of the, the weight, like you're saying, mm-hmm. they're still attached. Yeah, you know what? And um, unless I know there, there's people now actually making them, and they are they 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 say they have that, but you know what? That's not a bad insurance to put a, no, a two pound. Yeah, two hundred pound on the outside. That's that's that's. I like that idea. Thank you, Rick. I learned something. All right, all right, Rick. Um, you're making it happen. Okay, so um, give me the info. So we had somebody back out for Sunday night's two-and-a-half-day trip. Uh, we have one open spot, and I think in, in the next couple weeks we've had some cancellations where there's a spot here, spot there. But uh, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com. You can look at the schedule right there, book right there. don't have to talk to anybody. Or if you have any questions and want to talk to Dina, you can call her at 619-889-4535. Okay, excellent. All right, Rick, you make it happen, and then we will see you for two and a half day run. When's that happening? September 5th. September 5th, we're going to get Through on the, the boat with you. Two and a half day, we'll be filming that. I know Rhonda's coming out, maybe maybe yeah. Ben. Who else that we know is coming out, Ron, with us? Me, John, you, Rhonda. Oh, there's uh, you know, uh, Derek and uh, Mike. And From Simply Fish. Simple uh-huh. Fish so and, uh, it's a good group. Okay, and we'll make a great episode out of it. So, always love yeah. uh, being on your boat. Well, we got a good we got a good group coming out Sunday night. We got Paul and his fishing club, Paul Haas and his fishing club, uh, at the Huntington Beach. Yeah, well, well we Harvard. we may we may see you out there. We're on the El Dorado, right, Ron? Sunday night. We are. We leave at eight thirty. Yeah, so we might be in the same area. Yep. So. Oh yeah, I'll make sure I get right off his balance. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'll, we'll talk and we'll talk. Get right yeah. on the chum line. Have De- have Desi <laughs> have Desi cook me up something. His uh, his uh, pancakes in the morning are simply insane. He puts a butter biscuit crust. And gravy? No, that butter crust that he does. I don't do biscuit yeah. and gravy, the but French, but, French toast. Oh, and the French toast too. Oh, now you're making me hungry. And and you didn't bring any donuts because I told you not to bring yeah. any donuts. Oh my goodness. Man, those oh, French let me let me ask you a question. How are your fishing syndicate rods holding up? I got Oliver right here in oh, the studio. Yeah, yeah, they're holding great. They're holding up really good. Those uh, the the heavies are working really good on those nighttime fish. Mm-hmm. Um, the eighty pound, you know, so they're working good. We like them. And all the rental rods. We've got all the rental rods. We have 20, I think 24 of the rental rods out today. And uh, hopefully going to find the fish and put them to use. Right on. And when he says a heavy, he means the uh, extra heavy 40 to 80. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, with those uh, accurate uh, boss uh, and, and 600s. The reason, yeah, and the reason I mention that is because, you know, when we talk your rods, and we you know that we have fishing syndicate tattooed to our hearts here, um, he gets to put them out as rentals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they take abuse. Okay, and you get people that may or may not know how to use a rod, uh, how to put the bend, and they're holding up perfectly. So that's the key. Yeah. That's the key. We actually had a guy the other night that had his own gear, and uh, one of the crew members was rigging up the guy's gear, and we showed him the rental rod, and he picked it up, and he goes, Man, that thing weighs like half the weight of mine. That's going to be a lot easier to use at night when I'm fishing. So he just went ahead and rented one while he actually had his own gear on the boat because it was lighter. Awesome is that? Bam! Isn't that cool? Light and powerful. Yep. Yeah. Light. Yep. 
powerful and sensitive. All right, listen, I'm going to let you go because I know you're on the on the sad phone, okay? So, Rick, one more time, phone number and website. OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Okay, listen, um, make sure you guys don't call right now. Wait until like 9 o'clock in the morning because Dino <laughs> will get upset and then Rick has to hear it. And eventually, Ron, <laughs> and I'm going to take all those bad calls. I'm going to refer them to Ron. Okay, Ron, she'll she'll let let it go with me. She let, she'll let me have it. With Ron, she might not. <laughs> All right, listen, Rick. I will see you hopefully on Sunday night out there and Monday on the grounds, and um, I'll give you a call. See if we can we can talk. So I, we have some self. You got it. All right, brother. All right, everybody have a great week. Talk to you next weekend. All right, excellent, we'll him, Rick. Captain Rick Bye-bye. Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H and M Landing. Ron, that's been a flagship of ours since day one. It has. <clears throat> All the way back into the Ronnie Kovac days. And, yeah, Ronnie. And that's where we, that's uh, how I met him. That's how we made family with him. And uh, and I think Ronnie uh, hooked up with them as they were <clears throat> taking over the boat, when they bought the boat. And um, I got a chance to fish with them. All those Ronnie years, seven years, eight years. Yeah. And then one thing they wanted, because we want to do an episode every year, and I thought it'd be great. So uh, we've been with them nine years. So I, I've been fishing with them since day one. It is, they are family. Rick and Dina, I yeah, think, are, are family. Okay. And so we do at least three trips. We do have a day and a half. Is that one booked yet? I mean, um, it's completely room? full. But, uh, um, September and October. Yeah, it, it's October um, uh, 25th through the 27th. Mm-hmm. You know what Dina says, and I think, uh, and you do too, you have a list in case Absolutely. somebody cancels. Um, and you saw Rick's last-minute cancellations. It happens. So uh, get on the waiting list and just leave that, that time available. But um, it's great. Well, Ron, uh, we got a lot of fish happening. We just got the tuna, yellowfin areas at the 43. We just got to get them to bite. Bluefin are biting. Uh, and even albacore down south, okay? And they saw schools of it, so yeah. it's pretty good. That's good stuff. That, 68 degree water, that's kind of strange, but um, it's a outstanding. Yeah. It's a little high. All right, listen, we're going to take a short break. I can't believe we just killed the first hour. All right, so um, I think the earthworm is still with us. Did you fall asleep, earthworm? Nothing. All right, good, good, good. All right, great, huge announcement when we come back. We'll talk to the sheriff, the jig slinger himself. Huge announcement. All right, when we come back, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. We'll be right back. Wake up in the morning. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Call 800-209-3485. Sponsored by Patriotic Hearts. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like, ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. 
Angels baseball is less than six hours away here on Angel Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Ang- Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 30 KLA. And I'm sorry for the confusion there, but I get so excited because when I hear this music, it means the sheriff is in town. I so know without, this song. You know this song? So without further ado, the sharpest dressed man in the entire Southern California area, the jig slinger himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Sergio, and good morning to Ron Hobbs, Andrew Mack, and our very good friend Oliver Solis. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Danny. It's always nice to hear you on the show, and we get so much good information there. Yeah, well, before, yeah, Sergio, be- but before, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I, I want. I did, well, I was gonna. Hey, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, uh, yeah. Oliver and I uh, last week were out of uh, Freedom Boat Club on the AC sled, and. Uh, water temperature still was a little down, 64, 65, but, but we managed a, a good morning, had a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I've got, as you know, Sergio, I've got some back issues. And mm-hmm. had it not been for Oliver, I don't know if I would have caught a fish <laughs> <laughs> because he, he was really taking care of me, I'll tell you that. For well, sure. plus but, you were on so, the, I want to make sure that it, it's, it's, we clarify, you were on the AC3, the AC said 3, which is a pilot house. I usually fish on the two, which is the center console, and the pilot house gives you a lot more comfort. Okay. Well, well Sergio, let, let me interrupt. I, I, I know you, I know Ron got chewed out for interrupting one, <laughs> but, but but let me interrupt. I didn't okay? chew him out. I just we, didn't want to lose the train of thought. I I, I know I know. Um, we were actually on the AC one, the the Key West center oh, console, okay. the AC. We so we were on a. A or N AC sled. Oh, so anyway, but that but, made but it easier. A, that made it easier for uh, him to fish because he never did. left the wheel. Oh. He was just sitting there. Yeah. And I, was, I would bait him up, bait him up, cast, flip his rod out, and, and his bait out and just hand it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, that, unfortunately, he suffered. That his back is really causing him an issue. But but I mean, and that's the wonderful thing. You can still fish. You know, when I get when I go fishing with you, I'm just I'm just a crew member. Yeah, I'm not just an angler. <laughs> All right, well, listen, the reason I wanted to pause a little bit is I promised Ron on the yeah. drive here that I had something for the two of you because uh, not for you because, uh, Oliver, you're a huge Dodger fan, okay? But they are huge Angel fans, mm-hmm. so I, I ran some numbers because all I hear is two names from Ron, Otani and Trout, Otani and Trout. Well, I always joke around that I like the Yankees because the Yankees have a pinstripe outfit. That's it. I'm not a baseball guy. So for the last 90 years or so, Ron and Danny, um, they've said there would never be another Babe Ruth again. Okay. Well, that kind of changed when Otani came to the major league. 
okay? And so I looked up some stats. Let me throw this at you guys. Babe Ruth hit 159 home runs in his first 674 career games and went 35-18 and 18 in his first 455 career innings pitched. Otani hit 160 home runs in his first 674 career games, one more than Babe Ruth, and went 35-18, same number, as Babe Ruth in his first 455 career innings, innings pitched. You know, there's only two players in the MLB in the history that have 35-plus home runs, 10-plus stolen bases, 5-plus triples, and a 300-plus batting average in their first 95 games of a season. Oliver, do you know who those two players are? I do not. Babe Ruth in 1920 and 1921, and Otani in 2023. Mm. Okay? So yeah. I think he's an easy choice for the American League MVP and um, definitely for the Cy Young. Okay, so I just thought I'd give you that because I know I never talk baseball with you because I'm not a big baseball guy. Well, that's in, that's incredible, Sergio, that you did some research and came up with uh, stats like that because I, I, I'm i sure you're right on all of them, of course. Well, you know, having a conversation but... with Ron is kind of weird when he talks baseball because it's all numbers. It's all data. It's all, And I'm like, all right, cool, but where, where's the fun in it? Where's the, you know, I'm, I'm used to more like soccer, football, where, oh, man, did you see that throw? You know, the way he ran or the way he scored. Here it's, well, you know, he pitched the other guy. And I'm like, okay. Okay, but so I figured, you know what? Get into the numbers. Let's see. I, my One of my favorite players of all time has to be, uh, nah, not Babe Ruth. Okay, but I would say, and watch, I'll just say this and you'll know who it is. Ronnie, I mean, Ronnie. Ron, <laughs> Ron, Yankee, all-time number seven. Oh, um, yeah, what's his name? Eminem, Mickey Mantle. Yeah, Mickey Mantle. Okay, that's probably my favorite, because uh, I met him. I had lunch with him. Well. Okay, so, and he signed a lot of autographs for me and, and baseballs and, and bats and so he's he's unique. I I like the pinstripes. Well, I don't want to interrupt you, but you can add. And baseball, go ahead. You can you can add another thing too. He's the first pitcher to ever pitch a shutout and hit two home runs in the same day. So there's another thing to his um in the yeah his, that was that, two, in, in the history ago, that was yeah that that happened yeah was, that, is he American complete game doesn't matter What's that? he's a baseball is player. he an American. Yes, he probably is. No, he's not. But no, no, no. I'm sure he's a Japanese national. But but uh, uh, that doesn't make any difference. Yeah, no, 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 no. It I does because he it. see uh, us uh, internationals improving the United States. <laughs> see, I came from out of the country. He came out of the country and already ties up Babe Ruth. And he's going to surpass Babe Ruth, and and I'm here. Yeah, so he, this is good too. This year, uh, he should uh, you know hold the record, and um, but. You know what? Um, he's just a great player, and he's um, there's only one like him right now. Well, no, and there, there is another goat, and I think the true goat, and he's playing for Inter Miami. That's oh, yeah. messy. In his <laughs> second game, folks, second game, okay, with the team without a preseason, scored two and assisted on one, and now. Inter Miami is beginning to win. They won four nothing. Uh, so in two games, three goals. That's pretty damn good. So I'm going to say this: Messi's good. 
and he made Argentina World Cup champion for the next three and a half years. There you go. All right. <laughs> I had to get that right. in, Danny. I had to get without that in. Without further ado. So without further <laughs> ado. <laughs> yeah. Sergio, let's let's get back to fishing before we lose all of our audience here. No, they love okay. baseball and they love soccer. Well, in fact, I, that the reason I, I just said that Argentina's World Cup champion, because there's two guys in particular who say, please don't forget to mention it. And that would be the the Southern brothers, okay? Ron, frickin' frack, or Ron and Don. Okay, they love it when I mention it. So for Don and for Ron, that's for you. Argentina, World Cup champion for the next three and a half years. So there you go. They got that. Okay, los borrachos. All right, let's get back to fishing. You were on the um, AC1. I was on the AC2. Um, You had 64-degree water, and within a week... It's 69, 68.9 was the lowest, and that 70.2 as the highest. Yeah, that, that, that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let's, let's talk about the albacore for a moment here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like, like you guys, I've caught a lot of albacore in my lifetime, uh, going all the way back into the 50s at Davies Locker aboard the old Seahorse back in those days. That was, <clears throat> that was no doubt my first albacore in San Diego as well. And my last albacore was uh, in the early 2000s. That was aboard Jack Lester's Caliber out of Davies Locker. I remember we were on the, the 43-mile bank. So it's been a lot. It's been, what, 20 years since I've caught an albacore. So, you know, I hope this, uh, you know, I would, first of all, your, your interview um, with, with uh, Christian there, well, but that, that's, uh, Andrew Mack was just telling me that's radio gold. And you know what? That is radio gold. When's the last serious uh, albacore interview we've had with a captain? Uh, I mean, it's been years, probably. Well, but, as, um, as long as we've been on the air, we've never had one. No, no, probably not, Sergio. And that's been and nine you years. Know, yeah. I, I, I just hope that, uh, you know, someone was saying that we there's always one. It seems like almost every year you get a Wednesday or Tuesday here that makes big news. But the, the thing that's different about this one is that Christian said he saw schools of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that that's a that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And, I'm, you know, I'm one of those also, you're talking about the Ocean Odyssey. One of the first films I made for uh, Ronnie Kovac was an albacore trip aboard the Ocean Odyssey. We had everybody from, uh, we had a big pinreel uh, group there. Uh, everybody was pinreels. But that was aboard the Ocean Odyssey, and I'll, I'm trying to think what year that was. That was probably 04, 03, 04. But uh, it goes back a, a ways. But, you know, the the big news, the big news, the main reason I'm calling, of course, I like to say hello to Oliver and all you guys, but um, we do have something special, Sergio, coming up tomorrow. And, you know, there's episodes and there's episodes, and they're all good. You know, John Simpson has changed, changed the whole program. But this this uh, episode airing tomorrow, Sergio, you've named it because we went back to the Bay of, Bay of L.A., Bay of Los Angeles. We call it We Turn to the Bay. And, of course, you, Ron, Ron Hobbs, Ben Seacrest from Accurate Reels. And uh, we had two very special guests, Captain Joe Marciano. Uh, and Joe, uh, is it pronounced Munzer? Jay Munzer, just just Jay. Jay. He Jay. likes just Jay. 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 Everybody, everybody knows Jay from the hard merchandise. They call it the hard merch. 
of course, everybody watches Wicked too now, but I'm sure uh, listening to our show. But, you know, I've got a lot of Cabrilla down there at the Midriffs myself over the years aboard the Captain Viegas, but, but nothing, nothing compared to what you guys did in size or numbers. So, Sergio and the Yellowtail. So, talk more about your trip there before I give the times for the show. You know what? It's just simply an unbelievable trip. Um, I wish uh, Ben was here, but he said, you know, he's, he's uh, of all of us here, I think he's the one that's traveled the most around the world. Okay. I mean, he's fished New Zealand. Uh, Africa, where Fiji. Fiji. I mean, he's he's been all over uh, Thailand, so he's been all over. And when he says, perhaps one of the best fishing trips of my lifetime. Uh, so, um, and Ron, you went for the first time. What was your take on on, on the fishing? That was me. Sorry. Um, I wow. I I cannot believe out of all you know we've been a lot of places together, and I have never felt where fish pull so hard mm -hmm. and i mean it wasn't just the yellowtail it was the cabrilla it was the you know the uh, red um red snapper uh everything it's pretty amazing um you got to have the equipment for it thank goodness I yeah had so fishing um, syndicate rods so we went down there and the first trip uh, that we did the one that we aired last year uh, on that trip we caught everything we got gulf grouper the snapper the yellowtail and the cabrilla and like you said you know in our heart we are really calico bass guys okay and so we wanted to to fish that kind of fishing and the cabrilla allow it except these things are like beasts okay in comparison danny stay on i can hear the music i gotta yeah. go to break and when we come back we'll, we'll wrap it up with uh, bay of la okay you bet all right folks you're listening to angler chronicles on angels radio ama 30 klaa don't miss the opportunities by the pet shop boys we'll be right back Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. 
Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AME 30. It's a human Welcome back, everybody. Here in Angler, it's the Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AME 30, KLA, and, and Danny. I know it's great music. I don't want you dancing, okay? Don't break out in a major jig here. All right. Yeah, don't worry about that, Sergio. Okay. So we were talking about Bay of LA, and like I said, we had been there before, so we wanted to go back and just concentrate on the yellowtail and the cabrilla. Cabrilla is like fishing calico bass on steroids. In fact, I saw part of the episode, and that's what Ron, Ron actually makes a comment about that. That Well, Ron, that was your first cabrilla ever. What was it like? That was totally different, man. I, I've never felt anything pull that hard. That uh, for, you know, they're the like size. calico for that size. It's, well, it's, you fish them like a calico, like exactly. a We yeah. threw the sp minnow type. Uh, exactly, baits. and we're throwing it out there. And man, when they hit, they hit. And it, like if you don't bass. get them out of those rocks real quick, mm-hmm. you're toast. In fact, you're going to see a shot in, in, in re- real unique. You know, where we're fishing the cabrilla, and my cameraman John, he wanted to get this very unique shot of line going off a reel. So he takes the 90J from you, Fishing Syndicate, with, uh, it had a jig. It had just a surface iron. It was mm-hmm. Ben's rod. So he casts it out, okay, just to get the shot of the GoPro, and he makes two turns, and he's on uh, a nice cabrilla, which was really cool. And you'll see the bend. You'll see everything, and, and you'll see. In fact, we got to talk about those rods. You brought in five blanks here that uh, I'm going to steal. I don't think they're going to make it back in your car. But anyway, um, Danny, uh, fantastic episode. You guys are going to see a lot of uh, yellowtail, a lot of cabrilla, and some good quality cabrilla. Um, you're going to see how the organization works with Orkin Martinez and Baja Fishing Convoys. Um, I'm, right. I, I wouldn't go down there without her. Okay. Um, and, no, uh, no, no. And I'm going to tease you everybody. Know, Sergio, yeah. Or, or, well, yeah, I'm just going to say Orchid does such a magnificent job of organizing these trips. It's just incredible. And you'll see that tomorrow. I want to say one quick thing before I give the times about the Sea of Cortez. You know, Ben Seacrest mentions this in the show. Because everybody was impressed at how these yellows and the Cabrilla, but especially the yellows, fight there in the Sea of Cortez. You know, the Sea of Cortez, especially when you get halfway up the peninsula where L.A. Bay is, the Sea of Cortez is all current. It's all coming in. It's all going out. And and there's always current. You see upwelling where you would least expect it. You see upwelling. What's this all about? It's current. And that makes these fish stronger because they have to deal with that current all the time. And so they do fight. I, I've caught a lot of fish in the Sea of Cortez and around near uh, the Midriff Islands there. 
and uh, they are strong. And I just want to mention that if got, that is in the episode. Mm-hmm. You guys don't want to miss this episode tomorrow. No, no, no. And, and uh, just add to that, just add that that they're fat. I mean, they eat really, really well. Yeah. You can see they're healthy, and the bellies are pumping. And then one other thing: you catch a fish, you and when you you're fighting this fish, you see it at the gaff, and you're disappointed. You go, wait a minute, this should be a 40, 50-pound fish, and it's only like 20, 25. Yep. And you go, what? Because that's how much harder they fight. So you want to say something? Yeah. They're nice nice and well-rounded like us, huh? What's that? They're well-rounded like you. I'm losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. All right, Jackson, give me some times. Okay, well, it's, uh, the, bay, uh, the return to the bay, and we're talking about the L.A. Bay, Tomorrow morning, 8.30 tomorrow morning on Valley Sports West. And again at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning on Valley Sports SoCal HD. It'll run again Monday, Tuesday, and again next Sunday at 8 a.m. So you've got five chances this week to uh, to watch the show. And uh, you want those times, you can go right now. You can go to anglerchronicles.com. Sergio, I know, I know you'll be posting it today or tonight mm-hmm. on, uh, on Facebook. So... Uh, Guys, just don't miss this one. This is just an outstanding episode. And not only that, I think it might be one of John's best, okay, of all the episodes we've done. I I think the aerials, the underwater, I think it has to be one of his best. Okay. Oh, there are some surprises in this episode, too, that I won't divulge. (laughs) But you you just don't want to miss it, Sergio. Nobody. All right, Jackson. All right. Get ready. I think the tuna are going to bite. You're going to be able to jig a sl- throw a jig. Throw. You can be the jig slinger, okay, and make it <laughs> I happen. I hope so. All right, brother. All Take right, care. All right, guys. So, Everybody, goodbye. All right, bye-bye. All right. So, Bola and the Sea of Cortez, a.k.a. the Aquarium. Of the world. Of the world. I, I always say that. You know, I was a big, huge Jacques Cousteau yep. fan. Ron, remember watching Jacques Cousteau? I, I do, and I absolutely... What was it? Every, I, every I could, Sunday it was like, night? Every it was Sunday like night. watching a regular yeah. TV show, yeah. Bonanza, or something like that. I look forward to it yeah. every single week. It was. We'd like to show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are, we are diving very deep today. I do not... Anyway, so it was fantastic, and... Um, even John Denver wrote a song about his boat, Calypso, okay? Remember that? Yep. So um, anyway, so he used to say yeah. that the Sea of Cortez is the aquarium mm-hmm. of the world. And think about it, he went to every sea, yep. and to say about that is really cool. So anyway, Bay of Valais is insane. Now, one of the things at Bay of Valais, and I, and I kind of said you brought some blanks into the studio. I'm looking at, what, six blanks, five blanks there? Six of them. Six blanks. Uh, you want to tell me what they are? Yeah, yeah, we're going to let the, uh, the cat out of the bag now. Um, so I've been working on these for some time. And, and you know when I prototype. You mean I don't have these? You do not. I do you now. Have, you have one of them. I do well, now. There, there's a reason why I brought blanks and not completed rods. Because if I brought completed rods, they will stay here. Oh, I can have somebody wrap them. I can you call can GT on the. I can tell GT <laughs> on the side, hey, bud, you want to make some side right? money? Guys. There you go. So, um, you know, the. Um, and again, you know, going back to how I prototype. Um, I, I go different rounds with the engineers. Mm-hmm. I, it needs to be exact, but I just won't. I just won't put it out. So we, uh, you know, we put out the 90J last year. A mm-hmm. um, couple hundred pieces already out there, uh, catching from the guys fishing it locally for sand bass and barracuda, all the way to uh, Ed Amatame catching that 200 pound uh, bluefin uh, on the on the same rod, 40 pound test. Um, but now, you know, that S class has got two companions. Mm-hmm. It's got the junior and the apex 
So we are calling the whole series a 90J. Mm-hmm. We're making them in S-glass and in E-glass. Um, What's the difference? Different material. Um, think of S-glass as almost as polyester. It's a linear uh, fiber. Mm-hmm. So more flexible, right? Um, it, it just the way it casts. It's just beautiful, soft, very soft rod. And but we've made sure that it's got a backbone. It's got a nice shot off. Uh, e glass is basically interwoven uh, fibers, so it's more durable, uh, tad heavier, just a little bit. Um, but we we've managed to. <laughs> create patterns that allows us to keep the, the rods pretty light. All right, so let me add, you, you said something there. Um, E-glass, uh, S-glass, more durable. What does that mean, more durable? Well, so think of, uh, you know, think of apparel, right? You're, you're wearing uh, an SPF sun shirt underneath your T-shirt. The Angler Chronicles. That's right. So, you know, you get that cut up in a, uh, a hook or a little nail, that SPF shirt, you know, polyester is going to tear right. pretty pretty quickly. Um, and and S class is sort of like that, you know. It, it's a little more sensitive. It requires a lot more care. Just the fact that it's linear fibers running, you know, up and down it, the, the uh, bank. That means uh, while fighting a fish, where I mean, can you put it on the rail? Um, you know, what what would you so, not recommend doing that you do with an E? So the the biggest thing is when you tighten um, that um, that clamp. On, on the reel, right? Um, S-less tends to, tends to flatten, so it'll crack the long way. Oh, wow. Um, but, but, we uh, came up with a, something the industry hasn't seen yet, and I'm not gonna quite show it, but I'll tell you right now. You see that area? Yeah. So there's about six inches uh, layer of graphite over the S-less. To make it hard so it's you don't baked, crack it. It's baked with the, the blank and then coated. Oh, my. And that right there uh-huh. keeps it from cracking. And you can hear the difference Yeah. between that. Yes. Sound, that's hollow. That's got a little more You better stop that or Ron will take him to play <laughs> with him. Run he likes sounds. He's in bands. So, that's a nice sound there, Ron. So, yeah, you know. Different to um, that uh, junior rated fifteen forty, you could cast an anchovy with it. You could cast a Taddy C, a Taddy A one. Very very soft, uh, nice flex, uh, but when it goes under load, um, you know it has a lot of power to pull a fish. Lot of power, good. That's what you need. And then the E glass. And then well, let me tell tell you about the Apex. Oh, the Apex. That's the right. Apex I heard is, about that one. So that one uh, is actually a forty to eighty uh, rating. It's a sixty pound nine foot rod. Wow. And that's gonna, that was designed to basically, you know, that was cast, designed basically. If I catch a big fish, it pull me on uh, the water. You know, you just set your drag, you just set your drag correctly, and they won't pull you in. <laughs> uh, it's got, it's got a lot of power. <clears throat> um, breaking point is sixty pounds. Wow! So that's a lot of power uh, for a nine foot rod with, you know, such thin walls. And, and the flexibility that this rod Would has. Would that be the S glass or the E glass? So, so we're talking about the S glass so far. We'll get into the E glass in a minute. Um, so okay, so S glass, you have three. Three of them. A oh, 90J wow. Junior, 1540. So you could fish anywhere between 20 to 30 pounds on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically, you know, you could use that as a bait stick. Mm-hmm. It'll cast a Chovy. It'll cast a Taddy C, and small jigs. Um, and then there's a 90J, 3060, your 40, 50 pound surface iron rod. And the Apex, 40 to 80, 
you could fish 50 or 60 and you could do the dropper loop you could do a yo-yo jig you could okay. do a, a wahoo bomb so the heavier stuff or heavy cold sniper all right for hold on to that thought we, when we'll get into the e-glass when we come back and and the comparisons ron we got some new rods coming. That's all I'm going to say. All right, folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, here with Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate, checking out the new stuff. We'll be right back. Strange world desire make foolish people do. I never dreamed that I'd need somebody like you. Angels Radio. AM 830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Come on, boy. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLAA. This is Anger Chronicles. And you know what the name of this song is, uh, Oliver? I'm going to go that far back. Here comes the hot stepper. So without further ado, let me introduce my friend, the hot stepper, none other than Captain Don Ashley of Pierpoint Landing and a good friend. How you doing, Donnie? Another beautiful day in paradise. Morning, Oliver. Good morning, Donnie. Okay. A uh, little overcast here, you know, it'll be beautiful. About 10 or 11, it'll uh, clear up here in Long Beach, and just, it's paradise. You said, time to go fishing. Can't be it. Best weather in the world. So what have you seen lately out of Pierpoint with the Enterprise and the um, city of Long Beach? A continuation of the best sand bass, barracuda, and chalk bass fishing we've had in many, many, many years. It's uh and, and we're we're leaving a sculpin alone, but some days the people, some of our charters, they want some sculpin, and they're in huge numbers too. But a typical day, they go down uh, Huntington Beach roughly, and uh, they catch their limits of sand bass, 
Then they come back and they fish the barracuda mid-morning and catch lots and lots of them with a lot of calico bass mixed in. So a lot of the guys are using Oliver's rods and surface iron, the little light jigs, and catching barracuda at the same time, catching a lot of uh, calico bass. Yeah, it's been really good fishing. In fact, I was there. Um, I came across the Enterprise and the city of Long Beach over near the Horseshoe in the afternoon when they were catching the, the Barracuda. Um, one thing that I want to announce, uh, Ron, we've got a trip on August 24th on the Enterprise. We do. It's a Fishers and Men trip. So it's a fundraising trip. Fundraising and we trip. raise the money. We do, we donate that, but we um, to raise money for buying shoes to take down to the poor in the East Cape. So and I, and also the ones here. We got some Anaheim stuff that we're doing here uh, as well. There's on the fifth of August, we are going to be in Anaheim giving away shoes from um, from about uh, I believe it's ten a.m. until uh, two. Okay, and that's going to be for again through Fishers of Men. So on the is there any room on that on that trip? You know, on the Enterprise. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you give them the seven one four. 329-3853. And if you didn't get that, just go to our website, anglerchronicles.com. Just hit the tab that says uh, Charters, and then, um, or AC Schools. What did it say? It's AC, AC Schools. AC Schools. Hit that, and then just look up August 24th. You'll have the information. And that phone number is actually Larry's. Just give a call Larry. He's putting it together, right? Yep, and uh, he would love to hear from you. Yeah, so make sure you call. So, yeah, the Enterprise, uh, we love it. We love it in... Again, Donnie, there's some really good fishing going on right now. Yeah, and I'm going to predict, I'm going out on that limb, but I'm going to predict that there's an excellent chance we'll be fishing a combination bluefin, yellowfin, whatever. They're all, they're all moving in fast. The water's warming up. Uh, just the other day, as far as I know, some, I'm probably wrong, but I don't think a marlin's been caught yet or we ordered it, but uh, there were several seen in front of Avalon on the Avalon Bank or mm-hmm. some outside stuff. Huntington Beach last week. The, the drones of all things. Drones are out there flying around, and they were looking actually to see where the great white sharks were, and they found some tail and marlin. So, a lot's coming. The warm water is almost here. The fish we have now is fantastic. It's only going to get better. And if you come on that trip in August, be prepared for anything and everything. It's gonna it's gonna be a great trip. All right. So, how do people get on either the Sea uh, of Long Beach or the Enterprise? Well, they go to our website, PeerPoint.net. The Enterprise goes every day at 6 a.m. He's been fishing, uh, like I say, local. It's been fantastic. City goes every day at 10 o'clock. He's what's an extended half day. He's at 10 and gets back around 4 or 5, and he's had tremendous fishing, too. And we're still doing our kids fish free for another five or six weeks. We've already taken over 300 kids fishing free this year, which we're really proud of. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the kids will... Uh, Hey, this is great. I don't have to play with that uh, game box or whatever. I can go fishing and get out and see the sea lions and the life and catch fish and hang with my dad or mom or a friend or a neighbor. It's just a great way to get the kids out. Amen to that. Amen to that. All right, Donnie, um, again, PeerPointLanding.net. Is that it or just PeerPoint.net? PeerPoint.net. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Book online. The boats are filling up, so book online, uh, you know, early. But don't wait too late. All right. Well, listen. Go. We used to say go Barcelona. Now we just say go into Miami. Go Messi. Go Messi. That's my <laughs> man. All right, Donnie. Thank you so much, my friend. And I will talk to you during the week. All right.
You guys all have a nice day and be safe. You too, all right, Donnie. Thanks, Donnie. All right, Donnie from Pierpoint Landing, home of the city of Long Beach and the Enterprise. In fact, let me just say this. Let me just run this by. I want to thank everybody for Taco Tuesday. Last Tuesday, Ron, thank you so much for that. We're leaving on the El Dorado tonight. We have room on the Enterprise on uh, the 24th, Fishers of Men. There may be some room on the Victory on August 10th. you got to call the landing on that one. There is some room on the 17th of August on the Sum Fun. Um, so if you want to... Uh, there are three spots on the 17th. Okay, so there we go. So basically what I need you to do is you go to the AC Schools tab on the anglerchronicles.com. Okay, and those are the August trips that are available. 824, actually 810, 817, 824. Okay, now um, I will do an invitation here, 8-3, which is next Thursday. Uh, the Bill Shed Dinner, okay, CCA is putting that on. It's down in SeaWorld. Make sure you get a hold of CCA, and there are tickets still available. Don't miss it. It's the Anthony Hayes, um Award. Do not miss it, okay? So uh, we will be there. I will be there for sure. I know Steve Carson will be there for sure, so love to see you. All right. Those are the little things there I needed to make sure we talked about. Now, let me go back. We talked about the S-Glass. Talk to me about the E-Glass. Yeah, so real quick, uh, Chris, Mike Lum, um, sorry I haven't got back to you on that dinner. Um, I'm going to be on the water, but I will call. I'll throw so. you a life preserver and we'll get you <laughs> over there, okay? Be chasing some of that yellowfin and all the well, That means you'll be in the San Diego area. We'll just come and get you. I'm going to be using those S-Glass rods on, 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 uh, on that trip, on the, on the Poseidon. Now, that, that, now, are the S-Glass available yet? So, the 90J is. Uh, that's what you have. That's what Ben has is on that episode. S or E? Yours is an S-Glass. Oh, and wow. you can tell by the color on uh, that yellowish squid, you know, uh seems like it glows mm -hmm. that's the natural color of s-glass when uh, when it bakes and the e-glass the e-glass actually it's a sort of like a white not pretty white color mm -hmm. and so most companies including us paint them in black you paint them any color red blue white you know uh whatever oh ron i can see mm -hmm. red in your future and so we're going to bring in some some of them uh raw meaning unpainted unfinished and then we'll have uh, our local guy here. Uh, I'll be honest with you, the the, the, the ninety J that I have, the S, that color, the one that looks it, like it glows, it's just gorgeous. It's a it's a good canvas. You could put any color on it, and it mm -hmm. pops. You know. All right. So the the rating on the you're gonna have three of those as well. You have a junior. You have a um, like a ninety J, and then an apex, and then an apex. Yes. Now, and an apex yeah. is gonna be a beast. It already is. Sixty pounds of drag on that thing. Um, and so I definitely don't want people fishing 100. If Alan Tani's out there listening and um, Steve Carson, who like to fish, the line ratings are 50% of the line uh, power, don't, don't do that to this rod. You don't have to fish 60 pounds of drag on a 40 to 80. Uh, be content with getting 30 pounds of drag and, you know, get your behind handed to you by a big fish on 30 pounds of drag. <laughs> uh, you don't want to do that. Now, most men can only handle 28. Yeah, so just 20. I mean, 20, is, it's it's hard, you know. I mean, not for a big bluefin, obviously. Uh, that thing's like, you know, it'll, it'll pull 20 like like butter. Um, but, you know, the S-Class, um, it, it's a Ferrari. It's going to have a price tag of such. And those are going to retail Completed routing and retail. But we have over five hundred bucks. A version for the the regular guy that's affordable, and that's the. E -glass. So now we get into the e glass. You know, and more durable. 
a tad heavier, not not by much. Um, it it the the way the fibers are woven, you know, makes e glass more durable, stronger. Well, you know, let's let's make the, the, the disclaimer here. You know, when we came up with Sergio's bass rod, mm-hmm. and when I say that, it's a seven ten H. The original one, um, people were breaking them. I have I broke only one, mm-hmm. and that was my fault. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but because they were breaking them because they don't, they're not forgiving. It's not. I'm not saying it, it was. It is they're error not. error by the angler, but you know it, it's it. You have to be really precise. And if you, I mean, people try to bounce a fish, boom, that's the worst thing you could do. They see me do it on TV, and they want to do it, but you got to understand, bouncing a fish on any rod of any type, you've got to know what you're doing. If not, it doesn't. If you work don't know out. how to bounce a fish, don't do it. My second fish I ever bounced, I broke the tip. So mm-hmm. I, I that was way back in the day. So I learned how. So that's one of the things. The other thing is, you bang them on the rail, you mm-hmm. bang them in your car. Those bangs, you know, they compile. So your 17H is an RX7 graphite. All that means is a thinner material. S-Lass is also thinner, and again, it's linear. So they are uh, brittle. You have to be careful with them. They're Ferraris. They're not your so, typical So basically, Corolla. they're lighter. They're just as strong. Yep. Um, but they're lighter, more sensitive. It I takes think. less material to to create the same strength, mm-hmm. right? And so they're going to be much thinner and much lighter in weight than, say, e-glass, right? Uh, e-glass is your most durable rod. I mean, when the industry started, it was all e-glass, you know? So... Okay. Um, who was that? That was wrong. I thought, I was, I thought <laughs> I was going to break. But yeah, I thought good. it was so too. That's not um, my song. So yeah, go ahead. So, so yeah. So the S-Class, um, again, Ferrari's price tag is going to be over 500 bucks. Um, there's a lot of them already moving. A couple of dealers are moving those, like, uh-huh. heavily. Um, only the 90J, 3060 to Fish 40 for surface iron is available. And, and let me say this. If you guys want to see the 90J in, in full action, Okay, you'll get a chance to see it tomorrow in the episode. And you know, not just me, you're gonna see Ben Seacrest, okay? When he puts a bend on that rod, and you're gonna see it cast, you're gonna see it loaded up with a beautiful, I think one of those yellow toe was over 30 pounds, so you'll get to see how it loads up. And pay attention, also you get to see, through the drone actually, we were flying the drone when he makes a cast, and you can see how far that jig goes from the boat. You actually see the jig fly through the air, and you can see how far from the boat that is. And you're only gonna do that with a rod that gives you that catapult type action. That's right. Okay, we did it on the Eldorado, you Mm -hmm. did it on the Eldorado, you showed it on that episode, and here you get to see it again, so um, very unique. Everyone that's experienced in the industry, like Ben, yourself, using the S-Class blank now, are literally outcasting themselves. They're just getting an an extra 10 feet or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some are getting an extra 20, you know, and that all has to do with the composition of the blank, the flexibility, that action that it has, and how it catapults that jig um, once you cast it. So E-Glass, it's gonna be less expensive. the e-glass is going to be sold through the dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to move that, move into that real quick. We already have the 90J Junior, the 90J, and the 90J Apex. Again, the Junior 1540. You could fish 20 to 30 pound test on that. Whether you want to fish bait or throw small jigs, the 90J 30 to 60. You could fish 40 to 50 pound on that uh, for your typical uh, surface iron like. Um, 
the Tidy 45 Sala 7X. Uh, we have our own rendition of the Sala 7X yeah, yeah, that, that we use, and they, they work great. Um, difference is they glow in the dark, uh, all three colors that we have, the blue and white, mint and white, and the scrambled egg. And then the um, 90J Apex uh, 40 to 80. Again, you're going to be able to use that for your yo-yo iron. You're going to use it for your cold sniper. You're going to use it for your popper. You're going to use it for your sinker rig. And you could top that off with 60. Um, they're all 9 foot. They're all 9 foot. Uh, now for the Fano Heart. Correct. Um, yes, you could cut down like we did with yours. Uh, problem with that is you're cutting power from that rod. The second problem is that um, brace, uh, for lack of a better term, that we put in there uh, to protect the blanks from cracking. Um, that graphite um, that we put on there, we put that on, on both the S-glass and we put it on the E-glass. Even though the E-glass doesn't quite need it, I just felt like, you know what, why not? Let's just put the safety belt on there, belt in on there, and well, that, that's a wonderful thing about kind of create more power. Buying the rod from you, you can custom design it, so you can take a nine foot like I did. I trimmed it down to eight and a half foot, and I actually put a real seat in there mm -hmm. to avoid cracking the actual right. thing. So, yep. yeah, and you can do that, right? You can make them Absolutely. anyway, wrap it any Absolutely. color you want. Okay, in fact, that you go out there and you see some blue rods, those are mine. If you see some full red rods, those are Ron's. Those are Ron's. Okay, red Ron. Red Ron Rover. And okay. they are the best. They are good. All right, we're going to take a short break here. We'll be right back with Angels. You're on Angels Radio, I am 830 KLAN. This is Angler Chronicles. Won't you take me away? Radio. AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on 
Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA. With that music, it's a perfect intro to Mr. Ron Hobbs. He loves this club stuff. So go ahead and give me a quick fish report, Ron. Okay, guys. You know, we've also we've heard from Pure Point and San Diego and Dana Wharf. So let's just start with uh, Virgin's Landing up north. The Rockfish is the name of the game. They do have lean cods uh, and are catching some halibuts. Uh, 805-772-1222. So... And then Channel Islands, 805-382-1612. Now, they're they're catching lingcod, halibut, sand bass, calico, and a lot of barracudas still. Uh, We heard about Pier Point Landing. Get out there, guys. This is the best time. So, basically, there's fish all over the place. There's fish everywhere. And then you get down to Long Beach. Uh, You got the Aran, El Dorado, and Victory. Guys, sand bass, barracuda. Everybody out there is catching that, and then the Eldorado's got tuna, yellowtail yeah, we'll coming in. Tomorrow. A lot of them. So we'll be on it tomorrow night. Give we'll the Eldorado. Yeah, we'll week. let you know. Okay, excellent. I love it. All and right. then uh, that's it because you already heard about Dana yeah, Warfare. Everybody's uh, got some fish, time. but uh, you got the. Don't forget the Helene out there, guys. Private charter. Amen. Okay. All right. So let me go wrap it up. We only got about five minutes, maybe left. Um, we've been talking about your jig sticks. In fact, I'll tell you, ladies, if you want to catch. You want to get something to your husband's that's really nice as a gift. That's probably the one thing not every angler has is a dedicated jig stick. Okay, and these are absolutely top of the line. All right, but you also make 40 other types of rods. There's 40 other rods that we make covering from uh, two pontes uh, on trout, that eight-foot. That's the earthworm stuff. Yep, the eight-foot uh, one-piece, uh, one to four. is just an absolute beauty uh, to catch uh, trout, you know, bass as well. Um, two to six on the ultralight, and then all the way out to the 3x, catching you know 300 pound uh, bluefin without a problem. Um, there's an unlimited, and now we're adding these six to the to the lineup. So yeah, we'll no, be, but you teased me earlier. Just get to it. Just get to it. We'll be at 46 with these, and then we are developing two other series. Folks, pay attention to this. That are going to be available next year. But, you know, we're just going to let the cat out of the bag now so that everybody knows. We're going to be at over 60 different rods that you could buy from Fishing Syndicate, all Fishing Syndicate designs. Uh, the, long, the, the days of us custom wrapping other brands mm-hmm. as we started at Long Gone. It's been five years. Right, you got your so, own. Some people want to hold on to that, have fun with it. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are moving on to the real fun. So there's six... Um, vertical jigging and slow pitch jigging. Folks, um, did you hear that? that That's a new craze. That's a new craze. That's Uh already, uh, they've already been developed. We are just waiting on our prototype sample, so we go fish them. There'll be three eight-foot slow pitch. Wow. And then there'll be three six-foot vertical jigging or high-speed jig uh, for, for tuna. And then... We're already prototyping our U.S. series. These blanks are being made here in the U.S., in Washington. Everything built here in the U.S. There is no U.S. components for everyone out there that likes to call Made in America. There is no such thing. Sorry to burst your bubble. The companies that claim Made in in U.S., uh, it's actually uh, against the law because there are no U.S. components. There's no U.S. guides. There's no U.S. grips. But All the blank this, can be made here, The right? blank is made here. There is no U.S. fibers. So the fibers come from overseas. The components come from overseas. So the only thing that these U.S.-made uh, rods have is the labor, uh, U.S. labor, getting the fibers, 
rolling and baking the blanks and assembling the Rattler. And so we're going to call it the Americana series. Nice. It's going to be um, as close to as made in America, which means that they are the, the blanks are being rolled here and then they're being assembled here. So there'll be six of those, uh, all of them in eight foot, from your light rod to fish 20 pontes to your triple X to fish 100 pontes. And yes, all of them at eight foot. And then there'll be a jig stick to go along with those. So number seven, uh, it'll be seven pieces for the um, U.S. series. So that'll put us at, you know, over 60 rods that you'll be able to buy from Fishing Syndicate. You know, and and I appreciate you saying put us over 60 rods, but um, let me say this to our listeners. Um, Why don't I use these rods exclusively? And we love them, and we use them, and... Um, there was no money exchange. You just simply came up to me and said, here's three rods. Can you please go out and test them? And be honest, let me know what you think. Well, we, we got on a boat. Ron got three. Larry got three. And Tony got three. All at the same time, we go out. I got these things in my hands. And I go, wow. And as soon as I said that, within two weeks, you handed me yeah. my little girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, which that would be the, for you guys taking notes, FSG710H. Okay, H, very important. Not the MH, H. Um, and that was the bass rod. And since I've had that, I mean, if somebody says, okay, you can only take one rod and reel anywhere to go fishing. Unfortunately, it's going to be the 710H with the, cal- with the um, a Valiant 300. I hear that Rhonda is pretty jealous of that 710H. She has her own. No, you sleep with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I sleep with it and her three sisters. Okay? So, yeah, no, th- those, are, those are really, really... Um, my cup of tea. Like I told you, I thought I in the in in my. It's a Ferrari. Quiver. It's yeah. a Ferrari of a rod. And yeah. you know what? And, and I, I like to drive a Ferrari. Yeah, and and, and, the, and the only people that have broken those rods is because they're high sticking. Right. And you could tell when someone high sticks because yeah. that rod will break between twelve to fifteen inches off the top, and they could claim anything they want. There's always a witness watching. When they high stick, and you know, you know, the way I broke mine, um, I was, uh, we were at the Isers, I mm-hmm. remember, okay, and I'm fishing the bottom, and I had a buddy of mine who gets stuck, so I brought it up, maybe 15 cranks, figured, okay, I'm off the bottom, and I'm helping him, and my my rod starts to bend, bend because it's in the in the the gunner, in the, the head, the rifle, mm-hmm. and it starts to bend, 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 boom, and I see my rod. So catapult off the boat with my reel. So what, what broke the rod was the drag setting. Exactly. So because if you had a looser drag, right, and, 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 you know, and I'm thinking to myself, what what a turd? Because the the previous I had gotten stuck the previous time, tighten up the drag, you know, to pop it off, and I forgot to back off the drag. So what you, was your top shot? Forty. No, I, yeah, maybe twenty five. I don't use okay. that much, but it, it was like fully. No, but it was fully done and it was enough to break um but it broke down at the bottom remember mm-hmm. yeah okay on the edge it's a split grip so it it cut that um the gun the um the metal in the rod holder yeah but let me just tell you guys of another mishap i had but because of the way it's built 710h with the valiant 300 
I'm on the ocean odyssey. I pin on a, uh, a, a sardine, and I go to cast. And it was one of those days that's a little bit rougher. And as I'm casting, somebody comes from behind, and the, the boat pushes them on me and hits me, and my rod leaves my hand. Thank God it was in free spool, and goes in the water. Oh, my God. I'm trying to take off my my t-shirt and jump in the water and, and the uh, I think one of the deck goes, what are you doing look at my rod and then we literally see the rod go down about six inches to a foot and then just That's comes coming up. up and it floated and i asked you wait a minute it had rod and reel Floating, and that's because of the wind grips right wind grips and 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 your and how light the rod is but, and and your and your um, reel wasn't in gear. Because if the reel had been in gear, yeah, that, that sinker would have dragged it down, obviously. No, no sinker. It was a fly line. Uh, it was a fly line. It would have never gone down. Yeah. yeah. So, um, But it would have taken off. Yeah. That's how light the that's stuff light it is. is. And so, you know, one of the things I think I really fell in love with your stuff is is your, your three-word motto. For me, I'll put them in my order. Mm-hmm. Lightweight. Mm-hmm. I hate weight in my hands. Mm-hmm sensitive okay i can feel my bait getting nervous on the bottom even with weight i love that and then strength because once you get bit you have to be able to pull that fish out of a rock or bring him in or, or turn its head so light well sensitive and powerful there you go well listen i got about a minute and a half to go and um, it's just simply been a fantastic uh, day. We covered a lot of area. Who's uh, who's vibrating? Right. Sounds like they're feel a cleaning next door or something. Yeah, you know, I feel a vibration. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it's all good. Um, Ron, um, thanks again for Taco Tuesday. We raised some money for the kids. August fifth, people, if you want to volunteer, they're, they're looking for volunteers. Too. Yeah, go to go. To, you got to get a hold of a. a Fishers of Men, uh, uh, westcoast.org, and it's on their website. And good night, Bobby. I love you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Bobby, go to sleep now. <laughs> All right, and again, um, this Thursday, the 3rd, um, we have CCA is uh, doing the Bill Shed dinner. The Anthony Hayes, he's having a lifetime award. Great guy, Bill Shed. He, he founded AFCO. Well, didn't found him. He's AFCO, okay? And uh, it's uh, AFCO now is a great family uh, run uh, business and it's um, SeaWorld and if, for those of you that didn't know his dad is SeaWorld hmm. okay he started SeaWorld so it's oh, uh, wow. so we'll get a, a chance to honor him for everything he's brought to this industry in fact he brought something that clear to you I mean he used to bring um, products for, um, for for doing the uh, for, I mean what do you call it um, roller guides mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so yep. it's all good all right Listen, is there anything that we forgot? Nope. Just visit our website, fishingsyndicate.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Come to the, the store. Talk to GT if you want to get a custom run made. 200 South Beach Boulevard in La Habra. And we're going to continue to have fun with this. I love it. All right, everybody. Go fishing. And remember, be kind to one another. We were all we got. All right? At the end, have no regrets. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.